Okay, welcome back to the Ken Briggs Show. And this week we are going to talk on the second part of how to become a locksmith and run a business. Okay, last time I was on we uh, stopped at storefronts. Not everyone is going to need a storefront. Some people want to run just a mobile shop. That's totally different than having a brick-and-mortar storefront, which is, they have pros and cons to both. We decided to go with the brick-and-mortar, which I'm glad we did because we have tremendous amount of foot traffic coming in the door. However, the other side of it is a mobile shop. We also have trucks on the road, so we have mobile and storefront. Some people don't have to have a storefront. You can just go mobile. But the thing of it is, things change in equipment-wise to put in the truck because some of the stuff that you have in your store, you now have to put in your truck, and you have to have a truck big enough to put all of it. You need key blanks, uh, machines, tools, computers, printers, and many, many more things to have a mobile shop. There is many other aspects of locksmithing. A lot of people go into just safe technician work or working on banks for safe deposit boxes and, and banks, safes, and things like that. There is strictly an automotive you can do strictly just automotive stuff, but the thing of it is you have to have the computer equipment that you can hook up to vehicles to make keys and fobs and things like that. And speaking of fobs, that's another thing that you have to get into if you're going to go automotive. Nowadays, everyone's got a fob. There's so many different kinds. You have to have machines and computers to program the fobs to the automobiles. Training. You need to go to different training classes and schools to learn some of this stuff. Uh, the, the mobile, <coughs> excuse me, the mobile shop is a lot of different things to where you cannot carry a lot of stock in your mobile truck. So you'll have to take orders from people who want different things. If you go all out and do residential or if you do straight commercial work or that there's many avenues in locksmithing that you can go out there and get. And you don't need a college degree to get it. And to make darn good money doing it. So we have three trucks right now. One I think is going to probably go down uh, to the boneyard. It's rusting out. <coughs> so we're going to be sending that down the road. So we'll be down to two trucks our blazer and then the big one-ton van 
Yeah, 110 van's got a bench in it. It's got an inverter in it. It's got a heater in it, lights. It's got small amount of keys, uh, lock hardware, different things. Depends on what uh, our employee has for jobs for the day. Door closures. Uh, there's so many other things that you need to uh, check into and have a schedule set up to where you're going to go if you're just a mobile shop. Otherwise, the office can set jobs up from day to day to day, from day, you know, from today into the tomorrow and the next day, and have the equipment ready so where you can just load it into the truck and go. You don't need that stuff in the truck every day. <clears throat> Another thing is, is your truck going to be marked? Some people don't want a marked truck coming to their residence because they don't want their neighbors to know what's going on. I believe we have a, a, a marked truck and an unmarked truck. I like a marked truck because it's advertising for the business. I've pulled up to stoplights and people alongside of us sat there and wrote down the phone number to our shop when we were sitting at stoplights. So it helps for business having a running mobile billboard, so to speak. But there's some of the equipment that you have to have, like I said earlier, key machines, you have to have specialized key machines. Like if you're going to just go mobile, you need a laser cutter. You need a computerized cutter to cut keys by code. You need a duplicator. You need a safety deposit box cutter. You need a steel cutter for cutting these master wafer keys. So there's many different key machines that you must have on board. Then you have to have pinning kits. There's so many different pinning kits out there. Corbin has their own for Corbin locks. There's Quickset, there's Wiser, there's uh, Specialty Products has got it for a lot of different ones. The RX system, the MX system, uh, Medico. Are you going to handle high security locks? That's another thing. If so, which ones? There are so many out there. The Tibby Keys, the uh medical keys, the Kaba specialty keys to where you're only the one that has them in the area, you got to sign for them to have a certain area set up with just your keyway, and they have to come to your shop to get those keys cut. Medium security, MX, RX, keyways like that. So there's a lot that goes into making a business. You have to sit down and have a plan. And not necessarily the money, but to have the plan and work the plan. We started with $95 in our pocket with one key machine, 860 key blanks, and one lockout kit in our pickup truck. That's what we started 
with in our garage in our home on my workbench in the back of the garage. Now we have a 2,000 square foot storefront and I got two trucks and well we got three but one's going down the road I think <clears throat> and they're all full of equipment and it's a nice place to where people can come in and buy we have it set up to where everything is in a certain area in the shop for these do-it-yourselfers the commercial locks are in one location residential locks are another uh, camper locks and door ignition or door key, uh, door locks and ignition locks are in one location and, and everything is set up very easily for people to come in and buy what they need to buy and leave. We have door closures and that's another thing if you're in the industrial if you're going to be just a mobile shop, you have to think door closures. You have to think panic devices. You have to think mortise cylinders. You have to think Adams Wright for glass door fronts. Is it a swing bolt? Is it a latch? There's so many things that are involved in this business that you have to really sit down and decide what you're going to do and which route you're going to go with. You can make good money in this business. If you put your mind to it, the money that we've made over these years, we turned back into the business to buy equipment. That's what made us build our business the way we built it today. We didn't take a, a money out of the uh, funds for our family at all. We paid the lights. We paid for cell phones. We paid for pagers. We play, paid employees' wages and taxes and unemployment taxes. Everything was paid for, but we never got paid. Everything we got was turned back into the business to buy equipment and stock so we could build the business. Janelle works day and night. She works at the shop during the daytime. She also goes out on jobs to uh, bid jobs. She also comes home at night and does book work because she can't get at it during the daytime. So, and I used to be able to go out in the evening hours and handle all the lock equipment or, or lock work, but due to my leukemia, Doctor's orders, I'm no longer allowed to go outside in the wintertime. So when it's cold out, I stay inside, which I'm not a happy camper with, but that's the way it is. Whatever the doctor says, the doctor gets. So I can't think of anything else at the present time that I haven't touched base on. Like I said, mobile shop or brick-and-mortar shop or both. If you have a brick and mortar shop, you have to have employees. You have to have someone to man the counter and the phones, and you also have to have someone to go out and do the jobs. So employees' wages, 
You have to add that into consideration. And you have to decide where you're going to get your stock from. You have to build up a rapport with the distributors. We get most of our, our equipment and stock from Doyle Security Products out of Minneapolis. They have been so great to us since we started. And we can't say it enough good things to them people over there that helped us continue to make a good locksmith shop here in Chippewa Falls. Also, one more thing is to join associations. I used to be the chairman of the Wisconsin Indian Head Chapter, which is now the Wisconsin West Central Chapter of Aloha. That's Aloha stands for Associated Locksmiths of America. And I was also the vice chairman for a number of years. Janelle was the secretary treasurer for a lot of years. And she handled the banquet stuff, the silent auction stuff. There's a lot of things that you get involved in when you're in this business. And don't be afraid to ask other locksmiths. I know some locksmiths that wouldn't give you the time of day because you're impeding on their territory. Well, I'm sorry, there's enough stuff out here for everybody to get involved in. There is not a monopoly. So, if I can help anybody, don't be afraid to ask. You can get a hold of myself or my wife. Our website is cvlockandkey.org. Our email is cvlockandkey at hotmail.com. Phone number 715-726-0687. And my cell phone is 715-577-0235. So if I can help you in any way and get you started in the right direction and help set up paperwork to get a business going, get a hold of me. I'm always glad to help. Until next time, take care and God bless.